everybody. I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. Welcome to Movie Reel, everyone. And due to really unfortunate news that came out on the 28th, so last Friday, yeah. uh, Chadwick Boseman was, uh, passed away. He was primarily known as from the Black Panther, which is what we're going to talk about today. Um, but he did... In the last couple of years, he's done a lot of really great movies. Um, he was 43, died of complications of colon cancer. Yeah. And it just, he chose not to t- say anything. He didn't announce it to the public. Um, so everybody was really rocked by all this. But it's kind of interesting, like, going on Twitter and stuff and seeing everybody's response to this. Like, everyone's truly heartbroken. Yeah. Like, I was what like i couldn't i i honestly like it was yeah i i i didn't honestly didn't know he had passed away until like i got a message from in our in our group chat with uh you me and uh our friend josie um and it, it yeah that was definitely just like a huge surprise and um yeah like you said like a lot of people on the internet have just been like really like supportive and i i think um i read that uh on twitter like the most like like tweet uh on Twitter is a Chadwick Boseman tweet. Um, so people are just really like, like really heartbroken and just shook everyone to the core. Um, he, he will definitely be missed, but yeah, I, I think it's just, we should kind of jump into the movie that kind of put him on the map. Um, and what he's just generally well known for, which is a uh, black Panther. So here we go. So, yeah, Black Panther, it came out February 2017, and this came out, this was like the, was this, this was the last movie to come out before Infinity War. Uh, yes, this, the, yeah, this and, is yeah. the, this one came out like a couple, like a few months before Infinity War. Yeah, I, I loved it right out the gate. Um, it's so good, it's so well done. It's a really different Marvel movie. It definitely, you know, feels like a Marvel movie. But it's a, it, it could be just like its own thing. It doesn't have to be a Marvel movie. Oh no, it's, it, like, yeah. it, it's like, it, it could literally just be about a country that kind of masquerades as a third world nation when reality they have this abundance of this uh, technology and the substance that creates their technology that they're hiding from the world because they know they don't want it exploited and they don't want it, you know, you don't want people taking it or overpower whatever. And he has to rise and be king yeah. after his father passes. It's a very, it's a story that it's not a unheard of the, the, the main gist of the story. The main theme is not an unheard of story, but it just, it was so beautifully done and, it's and it won three Oscars. Yeah, which was very huge. This was like the first time Marvel was kind of recognized on a like an like as on a, a level yeah. like that that no other movie, as far as I know, up until that point, had won any Oscars or yeah. any nominations for that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I feel like I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if any none of like if something got a nomination, but yeah, nothing. Yeah. I don't think anything's won by that point. I, but. I, I, yeah, I think like probably like sound design or like cinematography or like uh, some kind of yeah, like yeah. special effects like nomination. But as far as I know, no other um, 
like like best actor or best picture yeah. or anything like that had been uh, really like put on the map. And at least in terms yeah. for like nominations that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, it, I could be it, completely it, wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was nominated. It was nominated for um, best picture, I, I believe. Yeah, but it was uh, best achievement in sound mixing, sound editing, best picture, uh, best like original song, production design, costume design, and score. It won the last three. Um, yeah, the costumes in this are unbelievable. The production design's yeah. really cool, and the music, the music's so under not even. And I don't mean just oh, the no. soundtrack. The soundtrack is great. Oh yeah, the soundtrack's and- great. It's it's a lot of it is a lot of like hip hop and rap, but it blends in so well. Yeah, but like I, I think I the, remember they play yeah. like Kendrick Lamar when they go into like uh, oh yeah the the casino in like uh, Korea. And it's like this 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 sounds right. This sounds just really it good. Was perfect. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and but the the score itself uh, it's by Ludwig Gahornis. I'm Buster butchering his name. <laughs> it's the I'm told it's 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 like it's like. Ludwig uh, Grahana song. Yeah, or something. I, I honestly have no idea uh, how to pronounce his name. I either. can see it. I can see it written. I just can't. <laughs> but um, I honestly, I he uh he did the music ironically for Community, which was run by the Russo brothers. Yeah, well, I mean, and, the Russo brothers kind of like yeah. had their fingerprints like all over like uh Community and um yeah Marvel as well as well yeah, like the later and, like Marvel Marvel movies. And uh, he also, he now does the music for The Mandalorian. Um, and he's, I'm pretty sure, nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, uh, which, but which it, yeah, just a tangent. The, well, Mandal- <laughs> the Mandalorian just has, like, top-notch, like, sound design and, like, yeah. m- music. Like, it just, sound, it almost kind of has, like, a spaghetti western kind of vibe to it. But yeah. with, like, that, like, sci- like that otherworldly, like, sci-fi, uh, like, soundtrack. And it just works so well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... Like I was so I remember I was so excited when, when he won because it was it was so good and like it, it's it's really really beautiful like I like it's it's like honestly it's a score that you could listen to without watching the movie. Oh yeah, it, it's definitely like one of those like iconic kind of scores. It, it's not like iconic in like the sense of like it's like timeless like uh like Star Wars or like like a lot of like the John Williams scores, but like it's the type of score that's like recognizable if like you just kind of heard it out of nowhere. Like I could recognize it as Black Panther. Yeah, and it yeah, it's it's really great. Um, we'll get more into it, yeah. but like but, yeah, it's, um, it's one of the uh, sorry, like one of the scores that I I kind of kind of makes me chuckle is when um he kind of goes into like the ancestral plane and he's just like talking with like his 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 dad like the score and that kind of reminds me of the score in lion king where it's like remember who you are and it it just kind of sounds like very similar to that like one like musical score in the lion king do you do you know what i'm talking about i know exactly what you're talking about but i find that really funny because a bit of the melody like a couple of the notes when they are first entering Wakanda on the ship and when at the end when Killmonger dies there's this like it, uh it's like dun, 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 dun. it sounds like yeah. a piece of from tar a piece from Tarzan like there's oh, a bit of music I, I can kind of yeah. hear that now 
I think when I like saw the movie, I was my first thought, and I was like, "Wait, I feel like I've heard that that those notes before." Oh, but who who did the it, the music for Tarzan again? I I want. I think it was Mark Mancina. So Phil Collins did like Phil the Collins. That was it. Okay, but but Mark Mancina did like the score. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's a really like we we could just do a whole episode talking about this guy, which we should. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, overall, this movie is incredible. And even if you're not into superhero movies, this is definitely one that I recommend just because it's it's a really solid standalone. Like, yeah, like it, it's also kind of yeah. like a little bit of like a like a uh, not necessarily a political thriller, but it does kind of has like that, like uh, that edge of like political unwaveringness because like people yeah like the whole thing is like the transition of power between uh the former king t'chanka who died in uh captain america or of uh, avenger yeah civil yeah, war civil, civil war, war civil war um avengers avengers two and a half basically yeah yeah uh <laughs> who, who died in civil war and it's the transition of power to his eldest son king uh t'challa or prince t'challa and him trying to un- unite the the four tribes under him as well as deal with like the fifth tribe of Wakanda that has kind of like seceded from like Wakanda is kind of like its own independent uh, yeah. like uh, city state uh, as well as deal with the kind of like outsiding like influence of Eric Killmonger and USC's Claw, which Claw played by Andy Sorkis is fantastic. He's one of my favorite characters in this movie. I mean, he's it's Andy Sorkis. There's really no, I mean, has Andy Serkis ever done given a horrible performance? I I think I've seen him in a rom com and he did a great job. Like, I can't. Wasn't go... he? Wasn't he in like thirteen going on thirty? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what. Yeah, that, that's the first thing I think I ever saw him in. And I think <laughs> after, I'm pretty sure it's the first thing I ever. Well, I was like seven or eight. Like, I just um, I just remember like randomly like flipping like the channels and like my mom. Like came out and was like, "Oh, put on this movie. I like this movie." And it's like, "Okay," and I put it on, and I just like randomly see like Andy Serkis, like, "What the hell's he doing here?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is Gollum running a fashion magazine? <laughs> and it's like I, I kind of just like kind of like turned my brain off. It's just like, what am I watching right now? <laughs> like, but he's great. He's fu- he was funny in it. Like yeah. I had, he was again. There's I don't think there's any. There's no such thing as a bad Andy Circus performance. Yeah, no, he he doesn't like really phone it in. He's like a very dedicated actor to to what he does. I I absolutely yeah. love him, and it, it's really funny because we're talking about Andy Circus and like his other performances. Because another um actor in this movie that I uh thoroughly enjoy is uh Martin Freeman, who mm-hmm. which was really funny because um him and Andy Serkis were in a movie together, uh, The Hobbit, uh, An Unexpected Journey. And it was really funny because they are like in a lot of the same scenes together. It's just like, it's like, you got the diamonds, you got the, you got the vibranium. Yeah. It's like, oh man, are they going to, are they going to have a rit- an epic riddles battle right now? Do they, is there any joke that's like, like how everybody was freaking begging, like one, like, I don't know, like uh, Star-Lord to say, at one point in Infinity War, like no shit, Sherlock, because yeah. both Sherlock's were there. Like, if what do they make? Is there any? That would have been funny if they did that. that. If it was really tastefully and subtly done, not like I, I wish that they had, but I, 
I just watched this last night and I don't remember yeah. if, if it was if there was like any like Hobbit or like Lord of the Rings reference made between like either of these two actors, it it went like either under my radar okay. or over my head. It, it, I'm it was, assuming they didn't. Yeah, but... I, I don't think it was there unless it was like a really like subtle or like obscure reference that I just didn't get. <laughs> but yeah. I I don't I don't think so. But it it was entertaining watching these two kind of duke it out kind of verbally um in the in the few scenes that they were in um it it was just really funny i just really want all i keep thinking is i just really want ross to meet dr strange like that's i feel like that's what the next thing yeah that that would be really i'm not even that into sherlock and i i I yeah I've, i've genuinely never seen it um and also when you said ross my first instinct was like oh, hey. friends. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Why does David Schwimmer okay. have to do with this? Okay, like, okay, his name is Everett Ross, and yeah. they call him Ross. Okay, we could just call him Martin Freeman because that is how I referred to it. <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh, Martin Freeman is. <laughs> that just um, that just really caught me off guard. Is like, shot and then healed by vibranium. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, also they never fully explained how vibranium is like. Yeah, I cured your bullet wound and fixed your spine with vibranium. It's like I don't think that's how metal works, but all right. Yeah, there, there are a lot. Well, because vibranium they use in absolutely everything. Yeah. So, which I think for, like that's kind of enough information for us to be like, okay, and even he, so we. So we've, we've talked about this on the old show and you made the point that Martin Freeman's character is, you know, he is from the outside world and doesn't know anything. He knows Wakanda is the country. He knows King T'Challa, but he doesn't know yeah. what Wakanda actually, what it really is. Yeah. And and his, he is just an example of like the outside world. Yeah. Being like, he, unless explain, getting information yeah, we don't know I, I, I felt like his introduction into the story and like more or less like him coming to Wakanda in like the like the last half of this movie, he's just kind of like a proxy for the audience to get like the necessary answers that for like all these questions that we don't know. It's like, oh, like, what's this? What's this? What's this? Why does this work? Why, why are you guys doing this? How did you guys fix me? And it's just he would get like we kind of got like all the necessary exposition that we we needed that they didn't have like a natural way of explaining and i felt like including him in the story of like an outside observer to kind of be like a proxy for the audience was a really smart decision because yeah it's really entertaining kind of watching like the the struggle between like uh t'challa and killmonger and like uh umbaku and like all all these like central characters that already have like a fairly like extensive knowledge of wakanda and like all like the political like unrest and everything going on there we we kind of needed an outside observer so they could kind of like spoon feed us all this information rather than just kind of like blast all this information that we didn't have any uh clear understanding of to begin with yeah and i was actually thinking about this today because he he is definitely a proxy um and but he is also he is a necessary character like he is vital oh absolutely to them succeeding i really like him i really enjoy him but i was kind of thinking if if we didn't have if he wasn't here like obviously they would have there would have been some substitute but like would if he wasn't here if we didn't have that nest if that exposition 
could the movie, would the movie still work? And I think it would have. I would have had to have found a few other, a, a couple of ways to explain some other things, but I still think it would have, I think up until us meeting Martin Freeman, I still thought it did a pretty good job of explaining like Wakanda is this technological like uh Marvel gold mine yeah. and yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, <fun>. <laughs> um yeah, no, like they, they pretty much like kind of give you like a really like straightforward like expositionary like introduction in like the very beginning of this movie with like and it, it very well animated with like kind of like this like sand hologram kind of thing of like oh like thousands of years ago uh, a meteor crashed into the heart of Africa and the five tribes of Wakanda unified around it and uh, we and it kind of just just, just kind of explain like the whole like rise of yeah. like uh the black panther was like oh yeah like the the meteor like containing vibranium affected all the plant life around it and created this like flower that whoever uh eats the heart of it will become the will have the strength of bast or panther god and uh have like the strength of 10 men and the agility of a panther and just uh kind of like fully explain all that and uh it's like oh we decided to hide this from the world because if it fell into the wrong hands it would just cause uncaused untold like destruction and devastation it was like all right that was an explanation that we desperately needed because we up until this point i i genuinely didn't really know anything out outside of yeah black panthers from wakanda because i never really read the uh the comics that much or Mm -hmm. like he, he didn't really like have that much of a, a presence um, outside of the MCU other than like a few comics here and there. Um, I think he did have like an animated TV show in like the early two thousands, but I, I think that was on like, I don't even remember what that was on. I think it was like either on like G4 or spiked or something. It was, it was on some channel that actually no longer exists now. G4 has since been, uh, like shut down and Spike is now the Paramount Network. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, a success of a show. It's on a channel that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I actually, we, I want to talk about the scene. So the opening scene is like the, yeah, it's this explanation and it's told like through like vibranium, like is that, it's like sand essentially, right? It's like what they use, like when they're uh, almost, it's like the same like stuff we see when they're like, uh, you know, talking on their life. Like they have the bracelets that help how they communicate and like, anyway, um, but something yeah. I, it made me think about this. The One of the first things is they say like, uh, a meteor of vibranium, the strongest substance in the universe. I'm like, how do you know it's the strongest substance in the universe? Well, it's, I, just, it's the strongest substance that they're aware that, of, and it came yeah, from no. space. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I like if they said like it's believed to be. I don't know. It just seemed like wow, that's very uh, confident. But I mean, I don't know. I get yes. At this point, it is the most. It's the strongest substance that they know about. But, and um, I mean, they're also not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know they're not wrong, but well, now we know we're not wrong, but um yeah it's but anyway it's very beautifully told and it's just visually really cool to watch and i remember it also starts in oakland and i remember in the in, oh yeah in the audience we're all like ah we 
know where that is. <laughs> and, I was like, yep, you know. that, that, look, that place looks like a piece of shit. That definitely looks like Oak, Oakland. <laughs> I mean, it was just kids playing basketball. I know, but it was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there was like graffiti everywhere. Like their basketball like hoop is like yeah. a milk crate. <laughs> um, And uh, this, yeah, well, first time we're kind of seeing the Black Panther. We're King, King T'Chaka at the Black Panther. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, because this is in 1992. Yeah, and you know, obviously, T'Challa has to go. He gets Nakia, who is played by Dupita Nyong'o, who is also super. I mean, all everyone's great in this movie. It's one of those movies that I actually struggle to decide who's my favorite. Because yeah, I love everybody so every, much. Everyone was just like had like a really strong presence and like a powerhouse performance in this and i i watched this with uh my girlfriend the other night and this was the first time she had ever seen it and uh when i asked her like who some of her favorite characters were and she pretty much just like listed like every character as they showed up on screen and she absolutely loved the female characters like uh nikoye shuri okoye uh that she absolutely loved them and uh just like Man, they really put like the girl power in this movie. And it's like, yeah, oh my, one, yeah, one hundred percent, they did. Oh my god, that was I was blown away because this is such a feminist movie, and I love it so much because it's a not trying to be, it just is, and well, I guess B or maybe it's just one point, but basically the best representation of women is to focus to stop focusing on the fact that we're women just focus on the fact that we're people yeah and not make a big deal about the fact so it's never once met like oh they're your your entire team of security are women oh yeah. your your sister is the one that runs no one it's just that's this is just it is this way no one cares and what questions it and that's how it needs to be and that's why i was so like i love the fact that it was just they are badasses, not trying to be badasses, not trying to make them badasses. They just were because that's how it needs to be. Don't, you know? And yeah, seriously. I've and seen, I, I think seen the, a bunch of, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the only time it's ever really brought up is when, um, like, in the beginning of the movie, when, like, uh, Chal has to do, like, the, the ritual combat to, like, prove he's, like, worthy to be king and, like, who is who wants to battle him for the throne. And, um, like the fifth tribe that, that kind of seceded shows Baku? up and like uh yeah. umbaku, umbaku um, yeah. who's another one of my girlfriend's favorite characters later on um which i can't yeah. blame her he's pretty awesome uh yeah. he he he's really like the only one who like mentions that like oh you're whole we we've stood by and watched and we we can't handle like how you guys are running this i mean your entire like technological and science division is run by a little girl who scoffs at tradition it's like that's literally the only time like really gender is mentioned at all in this movie that's i was gonna bring that up yeah that's I, that's literally yeah exactly that's the only time but it's it's more of the fact that he said a child yeah it's more of the fact that she's younger as opposed to being a girl but yeah, yeah no exactly so i think it's more of a uh it's not as much gender as it is age yeah she, she's like what like she's got i'm trying to think she, she's like how old six, is she's like 16 i think how old is he supposed to be? T'Challa? Yeah. I I'm like, assuming be, I'm I'm assuming in like his like I don't know, like late twenties or like mid like I don't know, like thirties, I guess. He look cause I mean uh, it, 
Chadwick Boseman definitely kind of looked ageless. Um, I didn't, I think I was really surprised when I found out he was in his 40s. Even though he's in his early, it was in his early 40s, I was very surprised to find out it was his 40s still. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I, I can believe, yeah, he was, he's playing someone in his mid 20s. And yeah, maybe she's like, she's got to be 18, like, yeah, 16 to plus. Maybe, like, I was thinking, yeah, 16 to 18, somewhere around yeah. there. And, She's and definitely all, a teenager. Yeah, and also, I think, like, the main thing that, like, Mbaku was, like, really kind of, like, offended by was, like, how she, like, scoffs at tradition. Because, like, right before that, it's like, oh, can we wrap this up already? Like, this this corset is really <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, she's probably, uh, Shuri's my, probably my favorite, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> Shuri's just hilarious, like, all the way through. Yeah, she's, because she definitely loves her brother, but, and does respect him, but that's not gonna stop her from poking fun at him, and also she can poke fun at him. Yeah. But he's also such, he's so, like, so kind-hearted that he could totally take it. It's oh, not like 100%. they have a very good relationship. His entire, so yeah, his entire security are all women. His general yeah. is a woman. His, you know, I mean, Lupita, they're his, they're his, they're his, she's his ex. And you find out it's because she doesn't really want to, it's not that she doesn't love stay. Wakanda. She doesn't want to stay. She wants to go out and help other people. And Wakanda doesn't really want to provide aid and all this because they don't want to show the world what they have. And so, but they obviously also care about each other and are really good friends. And she's, of course, a super, uh, same badass. And just everyone in this movie is so great. And yeah, the women are awesome. And it's just, they're just great. They're just badasses. It's not, they're not trying to make them badasses. They just are. Yeah. And that's what I love so much. Cause I, I, I get frustrated with shitty girl power things where they're trying way too hard to be like we're better than men and it's like the whole point of equality is to be equal not to be better or worse than yeah and i think that's like a a thing that's kind of like been like kind of lost in translation with like a lot of movies that have come out lately like uh like the um the ghostbusters like the new ghostbusters movie where it just Mm -hmm. it it didn't really feel like they were kind of going for like a girl power kind of thing even though yeah that that definitely did seem like the main thing that was kind of the driving force for that movie and it just kind of f- fell flat yeah. on impact of like yeah girl power and yet they're like borderline incompetent throughout the entire movie yeah because um, well, that yeah. was the that was the like year or the summer or whatever of let's have a bunch of let's let's redo movies that were all men like have like all men cast and make them women yeah because i and, think they also because I Ocean's think they all, yeah, and uh, I think well, Charlie's Angels was already a thing, but they like remade that, but they made like Bosley a woman and like a few other uh characters in that. I think they also just made like Charlie a woman in that as well, and that movie just like bombed super hard. I didn't, I didn't see it. Um, my friend wanted to see it, and I was like, okay, and then we just didn't go. Which... I I would be interested doing to do that an episode on that and kind of just kinda, yeah talking about that but um moving back to this but yeah like the like the entire like royal guard is like an entire like female regiment uh and they, they all have like shaved heads they're all like very strict and loyal to the throne even when they don't agree with the king oh uh, my god See, which was like that is like that is yeah. like a really good like point of like uh of drama of like 
yeah, we really don't like this king. We kind of want him to be overthrown, but we're loyal to him, even though he just killed, like, our dear friend who was the former king. Yeah, so, okay. And um, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it, too, because uh, I want to I want to bring up his... Uh, T'Challa's best friend is Wakabi, who's played by uh, Daniel Kaluuya. I don't yeah. know if I'm saying that right. He I, was on. He was in Get Out. Yeah, right. The, yeah, he he was the main um character in uh, Get Out. And I hate him so much in this. I hate uh, him. Hate yeah. him. I hate him. I think I hate him more than Killmonger. He's such a dick, and it pissed <laughs> me off so much because uh. So in the beginning, he he has he basically they they have a nice friendship, and he basically just is, you know, uh, T'Challa is kind of dealing with. I don't know if I should keep tradition or you know show uh, you know nakia wants us to like have like an outreach program and and i you know and that's not our way has always been to kind of keep to ourselves and he's saying like you know he's kind of more the more the hey let's keep to ourselves and uh a major but 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 he he does eventually say is like hey like if we let like the refugees in they'll like bring in their problems but if you want me and my men to go out there and clean up the world I'd be all for that. I'd be right behind you. So he, he straight up just says like, Hey, if you want us to like go to war with like the bad people of the world, I'm me and my men were, are with you a hundred percent. So he is very pro military and he lets us know that like right away, but that does not, I'm, I'm not, not saying what yeah, is about. Yeah. And I'm also not saying that excuses his like decisions later on no, and, no, where no. he just pretty much like immediately betrays T'Challa, like as soon as Killmonger shows up. So one of his first, uh, T'Challa's first, like, missions is, missions is they, uh, Ulysses Claw, who is Andy Serkis, um, he basically stole Vibranium from Wakanda and, you know, basically attacked Wakanda and a lot of people died, including, uh, Wakabi's, Wakabi's parents, family. Yeah. And he makes the point saying, you know, they, he killed my parents. I obviously think about this every single day because some the older tribe members are saying, no, we don't need, he's not a priority and he's the one saying he should be because of what he did to us. And then, you know, they have him in custody. Then he's kidnapped, uh, taken by Killmonger. He's working with other people, which, you know, he didn't, they didn't know that. They weren't expecting him. They were, he was in custody. And then they go back and he tells them, he says, he slipped through our grass. And Wakabi's, and, uh, Wakabi's like, your father didn't do anything for 30 years. I thought it'd be different with you, but it's, it's, it's more of the same. And I know, I, it's, like, it's like, dude, I've been king for a day, and I've been closer to catching him than my father has in 30 years. Catch me, give me a fucking break. It just pissed me <laughs> off because I'm like, first of all, again, he had him. You didn't weren't there. He did. He did go after him. He he lost. That doesn't mean they're gonna give up and be like, uh, oh, we're just we're done with him. No, they, like, and then be, when Killmonger shows up with because he had he kills Claw and brings him to Wakanda, he immediately decides with Killmonger and is willing to do whatever Killmonger wants. He then finds out that he watches him mur- kill uh, T'Challa. In yeah, ritual, in ritual yeah, combat, but yeah, still, quote, quote unquote. <laughs> and then he watches, and then he is back saying, "I'm not. I never yielded, and I'm not dead." So the the the, uh, the ritual isn't ritual over. Isn't over, and uh, Okoye says, "No, he's not dead. The ritual's not over. We can't 
like, and he's still with Killmonger. And then later when T'Challa says, stop this, we're in a civil war, stop this. And he still won't. And it pissed me off. And I'm like, you're just being a petty shit right now. Like, get over yourself. (laughs) And when he's, uh, and then I love when he finally surrenders, because he's, uh, it's like between, it's like him and uh, Okoye. And they're, they're together. And he says, my love, would you kill me? And she says, for Wakanda? And she puts a spear, her spear at him. And she's like, without question. And I'm literally thinking, would you, would she kill you? Dude, would you kill her? Because it seems like you would. Yeah, like, you were literally about to charge her with a rhino, the the, the battle rhinos that apparently. <laughs> the all, battle rhinos. Which apparently awesome. like everybody had a problem with, but it's like, dude, why Who not? Cares? <laughs> Who cares? I didn't have an issue. My dad, I showed when I first showed it to him, he he thought the battle rhinos were kind of lame. But I'm like, I I didn't I didn't think anything of them. I didn't think they were stupid. I didn't think they were lame. I just like okay. I didn't question it at all. This is yeah. the least absurd thing in this universe. So yeah, this, this I have is, no this issue is the nation with this. that yeah, this is a nation that is like revolving around like a magic space rock that fuels everything in their nation, and you're yeah. you're abs- you're upset by mounted battle rhinos with like metal yeah. armor that's what you have a problem with yeah. the most believable thing in this movie you have a problem with <laughs> yeah but yeah what the thing is so wakabi was just being a dick he was just mad at t'challa and he took it way too far whereas okoye after t'challa is you know that we think he's dead uh killmonger killed him and nakia gets the queen and uh Princess Shuri. Uh, Suri. I keep forgetting her name. Suri yeah. out. Uh, she goes back to Okoye and says, okay, we gotta go. And she's like, what? No. I, I can't. I'm loyal to the throne no matter who sits upon it. I can't just go. And she wants to go. She, you can see when T'Challa's about to die, her lip is like quivering. Like and she's she, trying she, she not cries. to cry. And even like a couple of the other like uh, like royal guards are like, is there nothing we can do? Yeah. And she's like, she basically tells them, it's like, no, no, we have to, we have to be uh, and, a, an outside, like casual observer. And the second she sees he's alive, she's like, "Okay, f- fuck, fuck, Killmonger, he's with the king." And I, I'm like, "Yeah, see, I respect that." She didn't want to, but she has a job; she will do it. And where Wakabi was just being a sh- piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> I hated him so much, and. Uh, I was thinking though for a while I thought you know what I really hope he's in the second one and I really hope that T'Challa doesn't forgive him right away <laughs> and now and now I'm like oh well I mean who knows what's gonna happen yeah well I, I think one. there was originally plans for a uh, Black Panther 2 and I, I was there actually, is there's yeah yeah so I don't know how they're gonna progress with this I if it's gonna kind of be more or more or less shelved or uh if they're going to try to like recast or like how how are they going to progress with this or they're they already had uh, enough scenes filmed then they can uh kind of deep fake the rest of it It, it's just kind of it's kind of up in the air right now and it's a little it's it's still way too soon to tell because this this just happened like two days ago but you can already tell that i i can already tell that like there's gonna be like some executive in disney just kind of like oh man like what are we gonna do and they're, they're just like rewriting the entire like mcu timeline as of right now of like how they're going to progress forward 
so yeah, and I was thinking that too, and I felt I, I felt bad honestly that it, I was thinking about this at the time, but it occurred to me because I'm like, because yeah, I I Chadwick Boseman is Black Panther. It's yeah. It's it. This isn't the same as when Richard Harris died and they had to recast Dumbledore because there is Dumbledore has not died yet. There's more for him to do. Whereas this is the main character. What and I think I think recasting is the wrong thing to do um, because I just don't because then to, that's if anything either like only have this Black Panther this is the only Black Panther movie and then wait a few years and do a, like a reboot like they did yeah. with Spider-Man or or, or, or kind of do what they did with um, Iron Man 2 uh, go from like uh, how, how they changed um, uh, Rhodey Ever? yeah oh, no Rhodey yeah yeah oh yeah yeah um, or, or, actually, or, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was actually, cause I was, I brought this up to my sister cause she's the one that told me about, um, Chadwick Boseman dying. And I even said, I'm like, what are, do you think I, they better not recast him. And she's like, you know what I think they're going to do? I think they're going to have, you know, do the, uh, you know, deep fake him and then have him die in the movie and then maybe his sister has to become the black panther and i was like yeah. did you hear that somewhere she's like no <laughs> that's just what i'm guessing and i'm like that's a like i i'd that's be a, really it, okay with that it, <laughs> like it is it is a really like, that's a really interesting plan. idea that's I mean, a very it, interesting idea and as far as like like there's a, a like the people that i watch on youtube um corridor digital they do like a lot of like um like an in-depth analysis on like deep fake videos and they have a, a couple as well where they they did one where um one of them was keanu reeves and it was like him like how he would interact in like a like a gas station robber and he's literally given like the robbers like hey man like i know like the time's rough but like here you can take my car like i got like a million at home it's like don't worry about it and just like it like at first i didn't realize it was a deep fake i'm just like wow that 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 character actor looks a lot like keanu reeves <laughs> and it, i didn't realize it was actually keanu not actually keanu reeves but a deep fake video but yeah. it's like if these like guys on youtube can kind of do that on like that well of a level then surely marvel can do that and they kind of did that in um rogue one with a uh, tarkin and uh leia yeah. a little bit but um but the thing I, was with yeah. that it was very different because they were going they were referring to a piece of the star wars timeline that had already, you know, happened where a lot of these actors are now gone. So it makes sense why they're doing that. And I think with deep faking, it's, I, I more think it's cool that we have the tools to do it, but I think it's, it's only, there are instances where it is appropriate to use. So like they had to do that for Rise of Skywalker. And I thought that makes sense because Carrie Fisher died. Like they weren't finished shooting. Like there are certain times where I'm like, yeah, you kind of, I understand why it's being used, but like to, and if they did that, where if they couldn't, I don't think deep faking the whole, a whole black Panther movie would be the right call because yeah. sometimes I mean, CGI can look weird. And if there's yeah. a second where it looks weird like that, I know this is very different, but that's that picture, that, that image of uh Superman in uh justice league where he, oh, has, yeah. he has the mustache apparently, but or yeah, they, uh, Henry Cavill had a is it Harry Cavill or Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill had a mustache that he basically like 
couldn't shave off because he had a mustache in one of the Mission Impossible movies. So they had to like CGI remove it, and it, he basically just had like a rubber face, um, and it was just really weird. But Ugh, I'm looking at it now; it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is haunting to look at. Um, <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad. It's like a it's like a black hole. Um, but uh <laughs> you can't it's a train wreck but um i i was like kind of like wondering if did they already kind of start filming like a, a few scenes for black panther 2 with Chadwick bozeman and they can kind of use that as reference to kind of like splice that into the movie kind of like how they did with uh robin williams in uh the final night in the museum movie because he he died mid-production of that i mean it admittedly fairly close to the end of the production but they did have to use a few scenes and uh dialogue from the first movie and then splice that into the end of uh night museum three uh and yeah i mean thankfully it worked but it it is going to be kind of weird so uh, i'm i literally to to kind of do that i literally typed did black panther to finish filming which i it's set to come out 2022 um which more than likely that they probably would have start ideally started shooting like 20 and you know, maybe 2020 or 2021 um, with, if everything that's going on, wasn't going on. Um, yeah. But apparently well, first, the first thing that I see is that obviously people don't want T'Challa recasted, which is a given. Yeah. And then there's something that says, no, they hadn't filmed it. So, yeah. which so, I will so... say is kind of good that they haven't filmed it because then it's not, that sounds, I can't even contemplate, like, this, an industry, this is an industry where, you know, your face is everywhere, and it's not just like, oh, if, you know, in any other, like, okay, if, if someone, there's, if someone, like, a business, if someone passed away, and, like, I don't know, whoever is the successor, whoever is supposed to take over, like that usually is like a legal issue. But like yeah. when you're in the middle of filming and like you're a director or producer, you're middle of filming and you're an actor passes away and they are yeah. an important actor. And it's like, yeah, oh my that, God. That, like, yeah. Like not only is that kind of like a legal issue, but that is like a publicity issue because now you have to deal with how do you progress forward because you don't have the necessary, like, you don't have enough material with like that main actor to progress forward to finish the story. There, there are so many like important scenes and dialogue that they never recorded. And, and it's just, I, I feel like this movie is going to be more or less shelved indefinitely until either um, they can either figure out a, a natural way to kind of uh, progress Black Panther 2 into the timeline by either having a new actor or they have uh, like a really decent like deep fake program or they're going to like reuse like old footage from like the previous movies that they didn't use to kind of integrate that into the movie or or something or just not use Black Panther 2 uh, for a, a significant yeah. amount of time and then just reboot it or recast it um after enough uh, time has passed so that it is not come across as disrespectful i do and the thing is i do like i love this world that they created so i mean part of me does want more of it but at the same time 
you don't want to come across as disrespectful of like we don't care we want more yeah but at the yeah exactly yes but also like it is a movie that it it did a it didn't leave me hanging. There wasn't no, really, it, it, it very, like everything was tied up. The only, you know, things that were, oh, I wonder what, what's going to, how this is going to work. How's this going to, what's going to happen next is how is the world going to respond to Wakanda now opening its doors as well as, yeah. um, well, the only, you know, the post credit scene is of, uh, Bucky is, in Wakanda and yeah. like and, and, so and, yeah like I mean that kind of just more or less like led into um Infinity War because yeah. this took place like right before Infinity War or yeah, this yeah. came out like right before Infinity War and like really the only other times that Black Panther is in it is Infinity War and Endgame and those are really after after Endgame that kind of like closed off like a huge chapter yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and now I feel like they're um gonna be going into a lot more like different um directions because like they have like the um like blade is coming out like that's a new character that they're coming oh, out yeah, with yeah. um with mahershala ali yeah M- mahershala ali and then there's like the doctor strange sequel uh um into like the mouth of madness or Mount i'm of excited madness or something for that like that's supposed to be I'm cool re- it's supposed to be a horror yeah. movie i'm really yes. pumped for that I'm really excited for that too because apparently we're kind of going more into like the otherworldly eldritch horrors kind of side of Doctor Strange that they didn't really get a chance to explore in the first one. Um, but yeah, that that one I feel like they're kind of going more into um, uh, uh, new introductions as well as like exploring like fan favorites that didn't really get um, that much limelight. And I felt like Black Panther was. Like when this came out, like it was the number one movie for like yeah. the longest time, and because like this movie came out, we we ended up seeing this, and there were several movies that were out at the time that we never got a chance to see because we specifically monopolized our time to go and see, um, uh, Black Panther because at the time the movie Annihilation came out and we yeah. we didn't get a chance to see that because we, we yeah yeah, yeah we, we, we had we, we we had a choice of like okay we can either see annihilation or we can see the new marvel movie let's go see the new marvel movie <laughs> i think what happened was um yeah 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 like we wanted to do annihilation we talked about this when we did annihilation we wanted yeah. to do annihilation also but it was just like but but black panther was a given like we're gonna go see it like duh. oh yeah without a doubt but like and anna- we're like let's go see annihilation and then we just we didn't like we didn't want to <laughs> we, we we just it wasn't in the cards we, yeah. we basically only had um like enough time to go and see uh like yeah. one movie because of our our like conflicting schedules because we were still in school and it just well this isn't gonna work out <laughs> oh i just realized so when we saw this we saw this in theaters and i remember do you remember this there was somebody in front of us who was every time not, or not every time, but a couple or several, there was somebody in front of us who, every time it was somewhat quiet, she would open or eat, like, chips. And I was just like, <laughs> stop! I, like, it was so annoying. And I kept seeing some guy, I saw some guy, like, look over, and it was like, honestly, do it during the loud scenes! <laughs> like, I, I honestly don't remember that. I remember we talked about i think we talked about it i'm sure i'm sure i remembered it at the time but like i've since like forgotten about it because it was just like like it was an in the moment it was an in the moment kind of thing 
J- jumping back to the movie, um, who were, who were like some like the powerhouse performance that you like generally enjoyed in this movie? Oh, okay, because this actually got was going to bring up something I was I almost forgot to bring up. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think everyone's really great. I think again, Chadwick Boseman was perfect. I, I'm trying to think of someone else who could have done a. I don't think I can't think of anyone else that could have done a better job, but I also don't know what a better job would look like. I think he was just perfect. Yeah, he 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 fit like this role like very naturally, and it just seemed like a very uh like smart decision to just kind of keep him there. He he's very reserved. There there's not really there's only like a couple times where he kind of has like a very like major like outburst of emotion, like like he's like like yelling in rage or confusion. Yeah, just like that. There's only like a couple scenes where he kind of does that of just like how like pissed off he is at a at a moment like when a uh, Forrest Whitaker when Forrest Whitaker's yeah. character dies. But try saying that five yeah, times. Yeah. Try saying that five times fast. Um, Forrest Whitaker character dies. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> like he he's like like very genuinely upset and it's like a very like raw like uh like emotional scene for him and it's just like no no this works this i I approve wholeheartedly of this and that there are are a few other moments like that but like he is very regal and it's very he's like very regal and reserved and it's very like um supportive of his role he as a king he needs to be like level-headed and he needs to like be like very um contemplative of like his decisions he can't just go guns blazing and charging it head first like uh like tony stark T'Challa is such a, I mean, we, everyone, again, every character I love other than Wakabi, every (laughs) character in this is incredible. T'Challa is, uh, yeah, he's very, he's a very different, I want to say he's very different than the, of the other Avengers. If anything, he is the most similar. He and Steve Rogers are the most similar in terms of their, um, their integrity and, and doing what's right over what is you know like so like yeah the the scene when he so he learns that his father so um if you haven't seen the movie <laughs> uh we find so in the very it's the very beginning but it it refers it we get the full like the full scene in its entirety later in the movie when uh we find out that king t'chaka he arrives in oakland for, to visit his brother, who is uh, a war by, dog uh, spy. Yeah, and he uh, basically wants to weaponize. He wants to weaponize black people around the world, or anyone around the world, to step up and like overthrow their governments and take control because they're too weak. Because he's realizing he's seeing, like, you know, like a very ironic that we're talking about this now considering yeah. what's going on but he sees what you know african americans deal with every day in this country as well as other countries and and you totally get why i totally like i i understand why you have this mindset but you know obviously more violence is never the answer yeah which that's how to and he knows tachaka isn't gonna go with this plan and his his partner that's working with him is uh zuri who was undercover and pretending to be his friend and he is going he's about to kill zuri and t'chaka kills his brother yeah who, and who, they who, leave what, his what, son what's his brother's name it's like 
Unjabi or something like that? I'm looking at a, uh, oh, Njobu? Njobu? Njobu, yeah. Njobu, yeah. Um, he's only in a, he's only in scenes. But he's played by Sterling K. Brown, who's on This Is Us. Um, and he, like, went through a period of just being, like, a rock star and being everywhere. And yeah. he still kind of is going, doing that. Um, and, yeah, he gives a, every, I think everyone does a really great job. My sister did not like Michael B. Jordan's performance. He plays Killmonger. She did not like his performance at all. She thought it was so bad that it took her out of the movie. And I didn't really have an issue with it. I mean, I didn't really like his character because he's uh, the villain and he's a dick. But I didn't. Yeah, I I generally enjoyed his performance in this. Like, he he's, like, a very, like, he's a very, like, fl- he kind of comes across as like a flawed hero. Like for him, he's the hero of his own story. And that's yes. what, and that's what I feel like makes a great villain because he has a very like justified ideology, but he goes about it. He basically takes his ideology too far of like might equals right of like, Oh, if I arm the oppressed, they will, they will take out the oppressor. Not, and he doesn't see that they will become the oppressors themselves. And that, that I feel like is a very like interesting dynamic of hey if I help out all the people that have been wronged in this world that will make it right rather than making another wrong and it it's it just yes. it, it is just a really kind of complex kind of story because in a way he is kind of doing the right thing by trying to help out all these people who really don't have any power but he's going about oh, it no and, won't. Yeah, yeah but he's going about it in like the completely like like most unethical way possible yeah, I don't know. I didn't really. The only thing I hated, and it wasn't again, it was his character. He had that villain smile of he's laughing at what you're doing, like he's being smug about what he's doing, as opposed to like actually taking it, taking you seriously. I mean, that pisses me off always, and I see it <laughs> all the time. That's not really. That's just a villain being an asshole. That's not yeah. really. Uh, performance. But, yeah, I don't no, know. Like, I didn't really have an issue with performance. But, yeah, that's just kind of like like a checklist of like how to make a villain, and like the other one is just like eating <laughs> eating an apple like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, petting, uh, having some sort of animal sidekick that's like creepy yeah. or ugly. Or, yeah, or, or killing an underling to show dominance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The other day, uh, yesterday, I came home and my dad was watching Deathly Hallows Part One. He's like. And he paused TV. He's like, okay, so all these guys are sitting around Voldemort and they all look terrified. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what Like, what the hell? And I'm like, because they're terrified of him. Like, <laughs> he, like, that's, yeah, like, that's the kind of villain he is. He's, his own followers are, their, their, their respect towards, it's not respect, it's fear. Like, it's, that doesn't, that makes, that's a great villain, but that does not make a good leader. And he, of course, that's the thing is half the, well, a lot of the people are only following him out of, well, you know, Wakabi is following him because he's being a dick. And yeah. so, of course, his tribe's going to follow him, whereas about the entire guard is not on his side. Like, he, I think, but also, I I do like that scene when he says, like, I went up to the apartment and I found claws in my dad. Like, what, what like, the king of Wakanda killed his father, like, it makes perfect sense why, like, why he wants to do this. He kind of reminds me of Syndrome, I remember, 
when I first saw this from Incredibles of the, you know, his heroes failed him and then. Oh, okay. He, okay. I know, can kind of see that. As, as well as the whole, like he was sending out weapons to everybody because yeah. Syndrome wanted to make everybody super. So nobody would be super, but like a little bit, but I, okay. remember, yeah, like, uh, not, not as ridiculous, but, um, yeah, I, he's, I I don't really think I have any issues with this performance. He's just a dick because he's the bad guy. And he had yeah. actually, his plan to, to steal, because he teamed up with Claw to steal the, like, the pickaxe from the museum. Yeah. It but... went, it went very well. It was, it went, like, probably, I'm wondering if it went better than they thought it would go. He wanted to meet with the expert on these all these weapons and masks acting kind of like he's just a interested like tourist and then turns out no his girlfriend poisoned her coffee cup because she's working at the coffee yeah yeah they they had like an agent planted into the museum which how long did that take getting a job in the museum like did they have to wait like that that's probably like at least a week And she just says, oh, I'm going to go take a break. Like, very casually, as opposed to them, like, making you take a break because you're too uncomfortable to ask. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know. I'm like, that's had to have taken maybe, maybe, yeah, a a minimum of a week, but maybe a month. Like, yeah. He. (laughs) Yeah. Best best case scenario, they had to wait a week for that. And then, uh, but he actually later, uh, he, so he kills his girlfriend his uh he's he basically turns on claw because he's gonna kill claw to bring him to wakanda and claw has a gun to his girlfriend's head and he's like and she's like i'm so sorry he's like no it's okay and then shoots her he really just then kills claw he really just by this point he's so far gone and so filled with like hate and pain and you know everything that he's been through that revenge and taking over Wakanda is the only thing that he cares about. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he's a villain. I agree is very much believes he is the hero of this story. Yeah. He, he, he just has like a very like ruthless kind of demeanor of just like, I'm going to sacrifice whatever it takes to achieve my goal. But at the same time, he like just genuinely think he's doing the right thing, which makes it a very like, a flawed hero which makes a great villain and i absolutely I, love dynamics yeah. where like they nail this is one of the few times where like i feel like they absolutely nail the marvel villain because a lot of the times yeah. like the, the marvel villains are just like i'm the bad guy because i want money it's like okay you're like 90 percent of the marvel villains right now yeah like i remember i brought this up uh before we went and saw endgame i because i rewatched everything in marvel before leading up to it <laughs> and i rewatching iron man i was like um the villains in iron man i feel like kind of suck remember, <laughs> they're I all think, the same i think i remember like reed was uh your roommate reed was yeah. like walking out of the room or out of the room or something he's like because they suck <laughs> I, gotta, I think it's because i didn't because i love iron man and i didn't want to like admit that he has not or it, the villains weren't up to par yeah and also but, like uh, yeah pretty much all of the villains 
exists because he was an asshole. Yeah, or he was an asshole amongst other things. Him being an asshole more just didn't help the case. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, in this e- case... Yeah, e- even Mysterio yeah. Enti- almost entirely exists because, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is an asshole. Um, yeah, like, and, uh, but I think something that I noticed, the dynamic between T'Challa and uh, Killmonger, when Killmonger, so he drags Claw to Wakanda, he then is taken into the throne room with the all of the elders and uh, T'Challa, and he says, because he now, he went to Zuri and got the truth that this is his cousin, this is his, uh, his uncle's son. He says, like, the only reason I don't kill you where you stand is because I know who you are. Whereas Killmonger would kill him. Yeah, 100%. Like, without, without question. And the fact that Chal is like, I'm no... Re-. And then even after he beats Killmonger, and he even says, you know, we could heal you. Like, he's so... He, he is just a very, like... He's so kind-hearted. And... I realized this time around, like when he goes to the ancestral plane and talks to his dad, his dad says, you're a good man. And it's really hard for a good man to be king. And that's what his internal struggle is because he's realizing his father made mistakes that a good man should not have done. And so it's, you know, what is more important, his, his country or his own morality, morality. And so, and, and obviously Killmonger has no morality and no principle and will just destroy. Whereas he doesn't want to destroy, he wants to do what's right. Um, yeah, they're, love, they're, they're, yeah, they're they're so yeah, they're they're polar opposites in in terms of like their own like personal like moral compass, and that just makes them a really fun and dynamic uh, hero villain pairing right there. And it and it's yeah. also really interesting because they do have like that like like uh uh internal like family struggle because they are cousins yeah yeah um and i love i guess i love the scene so when so killmonger has gone on the ancestral plane and he takes the throne and the cinematography here is so great the camera is upside down and like, because the world is now upside down in Wakanda and he's literally yeah. just like, it's like twisting. And it's so like, almost for a second, it's kind of disorienting. Like I'm looking at it and you feel like you're turning. So I had to keep looking at the TV as a whole <laughs> to not like, like, but it's so great. Um, it's such a like, it's, it's a very, it's a very ballsy artistic choice, but I thought it worked very, Oh yeah, very no, well. I, I really enjoyed that when they, when he first walks into the throne room and it, or after he becomes king and they just yeah. have that like tilting uh, upside down camera move. It was, it was very kind of out of nowhere because there wasn't really anything else like that in the movie, but it was just, it really caught my yeah. eye and I enjoyed it. I want to uh, also point out that the, he's a cinematographer in this was Rachel Morrison. She again is a female uh, cinematographer, which is not common. Not, unhe- not very common. I'm gonna say yeah. I almost said unheard of. Like it's not unheard <laughs> of. There are female cinematographers, just not a lot of them. And it's they like don't no, get they can't. <laughs> and uh, you know, when she did not win, but I believe she was nominated. No, she was not nominated. She should have been <laughs> nominated, but 
I, you know, like if that was, this movie's just filled with like breaking, breaking down walls. And it's really, it's just, I, I always thought that was really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, I also, I, I keep, I keep forgetting this. So the guy, I forgot to mention this before, the the guy that plays um, young Zuri in Oakland, 92, that's yeah. Forrest Whitaker's son. Oh, is that really? And I totally see it. It looks a lot, I'm pretty, I'm going to double check, I'm pretty sure, but it looks a lot like him. And he has the same, like, kind of closed eye. I, I think, like, I'm double checking. Yeah, it's I, uh, Denzel Whitaker. Wow, I did not know that. That's actually really which is, cool. Which is like, oh, yeah. Um, Zuri's another character that I really like. He's he's kind of, he's definitely underrated. Yeah, he's kind of like the, the I guess, like, spiritual advisor for the king. And he's, like, one of the guys who's, like, in charge of the, um, like, the garden of the, the plant that makes you uh the black panther yeah yep yeah now you're yeah totally right denzel denzel whitaker wow that is crazy and, I, mean, I, I generally did not know that <laughs> it did look a lot like him when i found that i'm like oh wow it, that makes wow that's a that's very good casting yeah. um yeah and yeah i love uh i i as messed up as it is i do kind of love that his death scene just because it is really like emotional and like it's it's kind of an ex- it's expected in the last in the seconds leading up to it yeah but you did not go into the combat ritual thinking that was gonna happen no not because at all. he is of course taking his anger out of what happened to his father aunt chala who was not there yeah it's like and- dude i was nine and in another country so i have an alibi <laughs> and uh He's like, no, it's my fault. He was saving me, and he's like, okay, Uncle James, I'll, I'll no worries, I'll kill you both of you. And then, and it's just so. I remember, um, I had a roommate once who I could hear her watching this, uh-huh. and it was at this scene. And it was really loud, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess she's watching Black Panther because <laughs> that's the scene you want to hear through your walls. Oh yeah, I mean, out of all scenes, like, why not? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite um, part in this movie? Uh, I really, hard. I really like when they go to the casino in South Korea because not only does it have the Stan Lee cameo, which I absolutely love, <laughs> I it has <laughs> it, it has like the the scene with like Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis, and they kind of have like that weird witty banter of like, oh hey, here's your entourage, you got a mixtape coming out. It's like, oh yeah, I can send you the SoundCloud link if you like. It's like that is just top-notch banter right there i absolutely love it it's like i got the diamonds right here where's the vibranium and he just pulls out like it's just wrapped up in like a a brown paper bag he pulls it out of his pants and it just wrote fragile on it and sharpie it's like i was gonna buy a suitcase but i thought i'd save a few bucks (laughs) and it was just what was yeah what was the thing about it being on the soundcloud what what was he talking about he uh, has such a like a oh he he just made up like a he was basically just like Martin Freeman's like, oh, how? Hey, here's your entourage. Like, this is quite the entourage. You guys got a mixtape dropping. It's like, oh yeah, no, we got a SoundCloud. You guys want oh. me to send to the link? It, he was just basically was like, oh, you're gonna bust my balls. I'll bust it right back. Yeah, we're totally gonna song. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it was okay. just really top notch banter, and I absolutely loved it. And then just Andy Serkis in that scene, just like, oh wow, you look just like your dad. And it's like, 
And as he's like leaving, it's like, that was awesome. That was awesome. It's just like, he's just so entertaining throughout that movie. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually, I love the, I love that scene. I do love the car chase. Yeah. That follows it. And I also really love, so we also, this is our first, uh, uh, example of seeing like the limits, the how, like how, how advanced their technology is. So Okai throws like, she throws like something on a car that's that uh kills Suri, the engine that yeah and or in in uh in Wakanda that Suri will drive oh while, yeah and and she's just like giving and you know T'Challa as Black Panther is riding on top of it while she's driving and we later see you know Martin Freeman fly the plane doing the same thing yeah but th- th- they're just, just remote yeah. controlling it with like this like random disc that they throw at it it's so much fun, and actually, this brings up because my uh, I don't know. I I also love the scene when T'Challa when T'Challa comes out saying like I did not yield, or or now it honestly I was thinking about this Friday night like the line where he says, and as you can see, I'm not dead, and I was like, oh god, um, that's uh... why I'm like, oh, but um, but um, I love that whole, I love that fight, and I thought it was funny how he keeps so his suit. Uh, it was very, very, uh, like, intelligently designed because every time he takes a punch or a bullet or something, his suit absorbs the power and he can, like, redistribute it. Yeah, it, so, it, it absorbs kinetic energy and he can just let loose whenever he absorbs too much. So when, uh, during, like, the Civil War scene, they're all just, like, there's a couple of times where, yeah, he has, you know, he, he like yeah lets free the energy and everything around him kind of just like jumps or kind of explodes or whatever and it happens a couple of times and there's a part where uh the tribe's like hitting him with their like uh like or clubs swords and spears or knives and, yeah. or whatever and he's just like laying there and then like releases it and i'm like haven't you guys figured this out maybe stop <laughs> Well, I, I, I think they're, the they're do it. well. I think their idea of thinking of like they have he's wearing a vibranium suit. All of our weapons are vibranium. Hopefully, that'll cancel it out and we can cause some damage to him. Because up until this point, he was fighting people who were fighting him with non-vibranium weapons. So it would make sense why that wouldn't hurt him. But when he's being fought with vibranium weapons, I would imagine that would hurt a lot or maybe kill him. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, fair Cause, enough. Cause, I just thought it was... Because, <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're fighting him with, like, wooden clubs or, like, brain... Or, like, just trying to, like, beat the shit out of him with, like, their fizz. Like, they're fighting him yeah. with, like, like vibranium machetes and they're, yeah. like, hacking at him. Like, yeah. It's like... And they even says, like, oh, man, we got we got spears that, it, that are sonic disruptors that can take down a tank and we got thousands of them. We're going to send them all over the world. And it's like, yeah, all these guys have, like, weapons that do the exact same thing. They, they, these guys all have spears that I'm pretty sure can do that, too. <laughs> so it's like, are we, are we going to see that happen? <laughs> spears are an underrated weapon. They, yeah, because he does eventually, yeah. like, throw a spear and takes down a plane, and it just blows up. It's like, these yeah. guys all have those weapons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. I actually wanted to bring this up. Uh, did you... So, you know, obviously the costume design and production design are really gorgeous and well done in this but i did notice so particularly the uh combat ritual scene uh i'm it's very very like vibrant 
like all of the colors against oh, the rocks and it does yeah, look with, really with, like, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, all the uh all the people from like all the different tribes. Yeah. But yeah. it almost looks this is like especially against the sky, it looks like they upped the vibrancy a little too much. Like it looks beautiful, but it also looks kind of a little fake. Especially because I mean I know <laughs> I'm seeing like the sky especially, I'm like, I know that's a green screen. Yeah. I think it just it looked a little too bright. Like it was a nice color. It just looked a little too. Well, I I think it yeah. was. It kind of looked like that because like all the people were like filmed on like like a, in a studio and then just put there like on a green screen. So I think that's why they stand out so much because they were filmed under studio lights rather than natural light where they're supposed to be. Yeah, and I was thinking though, like okay, they've done this for thousands of years. Clearly, they they might be in a spot where the sun is not shining like. Like right on them, as well as also Wakanda is so technologically advanced that they probably don't have as much pollution. Like I was literally thinking yeah. of all these very logical <laughs> reasons. So and they I, are they are also under like a holographic like a, a hologram dome to hide their city. So that probably would like alter the, are, the light rays somehow. Maybe there are enough factors that I'm like. It could be this or this. So <laughs> I still think like, I love the scene that obviously I like it's, it is what it is, but like the colors are, they're really gorgeous. And, but they're also like maybe like a teeny bit too bright. I don't know. I always find it funny when I see movies where no, the, no, man, the vibranium automatically brings out the color in your, in your clothes and your eyes. Don't you know, you know that? What? <laughs> I mean, you know what? Probably <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, so any final thoughts on black Panther? I mean, if you haven't watched black Panther, go watch it. It's, really really great uh even if you were not a fan of chadwick boseman which you will be after watching this um yeah it's definitely heartbreaking i feel like he black panther is what put him on the map but he he was doing other things but i feel like it was more oh the guy from that movie is gonna the guy from who played jackie robinson is gonna be black panther yeah as opposed you know as um so I mean, I am kind of heartbroken that we don't get to see more of him. He is said to be in the Marvel What If that's supposed to be on Disney Plus. So yeah, I don't so know if that's been shot or not. Um, well, I well I think well that one, as far as I know, is like it's all um, animated. So I'm sure they probably got oh. like uh, 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 like the voice lines, like all of his like dialogue for that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I just yeah. saw that that's what was upcoming. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, yeah. all all like the test footage I've seen, it's all animated. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't think if any of that's going to be live action, it's probably just going to be like a couple like random episodes because I think it's supposed to be like an episodic thing of like, what if this happened instead of this, and it's just like small like vignettes of like the alternate like comics that have come out throughout the years. Yeah. Um. But uh. Anyway, with with Chadwick Boseman's death this is you know like i said this is a very interesting celebrity death uh and like twitter is of course heartbroken i actually read this article this morning about parents who it was like a mother who decided not to tell her son who loves 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 black panther yeah that he died i mean he was like six so it's something that he could probably like go for a little while without knowing yeah. But the fact that they actually had to have that, like, you know, 
he was such an influence um, because he was, and of course he always truly a hero. The fact that he did all this while battling cancer. Um, I actually, I, I, something else that I read, uh, Obama paid tribute and he said that Chadwick came to the white house to work with kids when he was playing Jackie Robinson. You could tell right away that he was blessed to be young, gifted and black to use that power to give them heroes to look up to, to do, to do it all while in pain. What a use of his years. Like he, yeah. whether he knew this was a death sentence or not, um, he definitely made the most of his last couple of years. And like, um, I'm so glad that we did get to see him as black Panther. Yeah. Like, and just like all the, like, images and like stories that are coming out uh of him just like 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 going to like hospitals and like working for like the make a wish foundation and going to all these like charity and fundraiser events and visiting kids in hospitals that are also like having cancer and battling that it was just like this guy is like was such an inspiration to not only like the black community but just like to people as a whole he he was able to work through this pain and be able to show that you can still function even in a hardship like this. And that is just really inspiring. And I'm, I'm very saddened to hear that he is passed because that was a really inspiring story to hear, especially in 2020 where it seems like everything's going to shit. Including myself to, Everyone who literally thinks it can't get worse, stop thinking that because yeah, it, it keeps getting worse every five seconds. Um, and yeah, it was kind of literally. I remember I was seeing like, if literally twenty twenty, we literally thought twenty twenty couldn't get any worse. Well, you know, um, yeah, yeah. twenty twenty is a garbage year. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting for it to end at this point. Yeah, or I mean. <laughs> That's yeah. New Year's is gonna. I mean, New Year's. Even if there are New Year's New Year's parties where everyone's in a mask, six feet apart. Yeah. Where oh, we're yeah, all no. just like, yeah. Oh yeah. 20- no, like, like the ball drop in Times Square. Like, I doubt that's gonna be like a f- sanctioned thing. Oh, it's no. Oh, that no. I mean, like, like you know, personal. Like, people are like, oh, gotta have a couple friends over. But no, yeah, yeah. no. Like that is they're gonna be like yeah no nobody is coming to that which yeah fair enough and also yeah why would you want to i know but i mean it's just like how are they also gonna like make sure people don't go to that because that's always been a thing people go to is like are they gonna have to like like cordon off the city like i I don't know or or like that section of the 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 street is just there's a lot of um, i mean i would think so but i don't know um but the that's a fair point. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. There's just a lot of like scary. What ifs with yeah. 2020. And this is just one of those things that we, we never really thought that we would have to deal with. Oh yeah. Um, while we're on it, uh, go register to vote so you can vote for <laughs> Joe Biden. Don't. And if you're not registered to vote and you want to vote for Trump, then don't go register to vote because. Okay. Don't. <laughs> just I mean, just don't you will i mean usually usually it's oh go out and vote no matter who you're voting for but no if if you're voting for I trump mean, don't vote yeah yeah i mean just i mean vote for who you're gonna vote for i'm not i'm not gonna tell you who who yeah. to vote and who not to vote for i mean it, it's 
like everyone should have like the political freedom to vote for who they're choosing. I mean, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say who I'm going to vote for, even though I feel like it's kind of obvious. But I don't. I I just think that it, it's this is a very important election year. We're kind of going on a tangent here, but yeah, please do your part. Make make uh make the right decision and vote for who you're going to vote for and. We'll hope that it's for the best. <laughs> uh, that's that's a nice, yeah. much nicer way to put what I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chadwick Boseman, actually, one of his, I think it was his final tweet. I don't know what day it was. It was this week. He was like, I guess, fully endorsing like Kamala Harris, who's the VP ticket, um, which we're all just like, that. that's just making this even more heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a rough year this definitely has only made it a little bit sadder not not a little bit very much sadder um like i mean there was a kid on twitter i saw who uh, the parents took a picture he had with his like marvel toys had like a funeral for black panther which is like the saddest and sweetest thing i've ever seen Um, yeah it's it's a yeah people are are taking this really hard and i can't really blame them but yeah, we'll we'll get through this, and hopefully, we'll we'll kind of hear some more news uh, about um, how how they're gonna kind of progress in terms yeah. of of like Black Panther like cameos and uh, sequels and all that. Um, but yeah, it yeah it it is just gonna kind of be a weird thing. But um, in in kind of like a a, a more lighthearted news um according to variety um marvel studios black panther will air commercial free on tonight on abc at eight o'clock followed by the abc news special chadwick boseman a tribute for the king oh well so, okay keep my uh tonight so uh, yeah, t- t- tonight as in august 30th <laughs> so go back so, and watch this august 30th <laughs> yeah so i'm sure it'll probably be like online everywhere yeah. it, who knows it might even be on disney plus right now or something like that I mean, but um, yeah i'm actually very curious to see what Marvel's gonna do um i i know obviously like like you know with the mulan streaming thing they disney like any other company doesn't really know what's going on right now um but yeah. bob Iger, i i'm not an expert on him there are a lot of things about him i do like I do like how, like, how, you know, when everyone was so devastated by Spider-Man being out of MCU because of the Sony Disney deal, he, he, he actually called up Sony and was like, okay, we got to figure this out and got Tom (laughs) Holland's input. So to me that like, he does care about what we think. So I, I do, I'm not too worried that they'll make, I, I feel they'll make a good, they'll make the right decision. Um, I am very curious to see what's going to happen. And if they want to just keep this as this is the only Black Panther movie, I also, I don't think anyone would, I'd be okay with that. I'd be totally fine because this is a very good movie. Everyone should watch it. Um, Again, it's, it, it's, it's filled with a bunch of groundbreaking, like uh, the fact that it's got a predominantly a black cast it has again female cinematographer and it went to the oscars and won three (laughs) and well and won like um 
it's it's definitely groundbreaking and if you are into film or not into film watch this movie yeah um so on that note um i hope everyone is taking this rather well um our hearts and prayers go to uh chadwick boseman's family and uh in the meantime i'm kevin tracy i'm samantha tomlinson and this has been movie real